and welcome to Commutures. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. And I'm hanging on by a thread. Just like the Star Wars franchise, you are holding on by a thread. <laughs> and Chewbacca <laughs> is joining us today. Uh, today we are talking about a film that even made right-wing Alex Jones fans get angry at Twitter. Uh, we are talking about The Last Jedi, a film that, for some unknown reason, caused the world <laughs> to explode. Now, it's not a bad enough film to do that, nor is it probably a good enough film to dominate the social media world at the level this film is. I I do understand, and we'll, we'll chat about it, but I do understand it understand I, the can you the the attack can you just unpack the alex jones reference because i thought anything is enough to get them all fired up yeah but i think they even thought this was over the top even alex oh, jones is that, people thought so that alex this jones was fans are star wars fans hmm. uh yeah oh, everybody yes. likes star wars Oh. everybody likes star wars everyone <laughs> loves they just don't realize uh, that they play for the empire <laughs> Yes. Yeah. They're not really who their role is. Yeah. In it. yeah they're, of, they're very they confused. They project themselves into I the see. wrong characters. That's yeah. what I wasn't um, understanding. They are basically like an 80s romance in the films we watch. <laughs> they project the relationship in all the wrong ways. Yeah. And that's what we say with this. Yeah. Uh, but first, as always, we ask the most pressing question What does everybody have to drink for our Star Wars episode tonight? I'm having an old fashioned made with dad's hat rye. Mm. Um, oh. it's good. It's good. I bought a. Excellent. I bought some new orange bitters that I'm trying out. Very good. Mm. Love it. Love um, it, Katie. Katie is not feeling well, and I thought about lying about it, and then I realized I have the uh, inability to lie. She's a terrible. I'm liar. a horrible liar. So Katie's drinking yeah. water. Uh, the very All idea right. of alcohol right now makes me want to vomitar. So All right. water it is. Well, there's no reason to drink that. No. Nope. No reason at all mm -hmm. to drink. Uh, so like I said, we are doing The Last Jedi, a controversial film mm -hmm. that has been back in the news a lot in the past week. Are so you drinking anything? Timely. Uh, oh, yes, I forgot. I am drinking um, some oh. Red Breast uh, <laughs> 12 year. Delicious. Uh, I finished the bottle Katie and Jim gave me. This is a bottle that was given to me by Dan and Marsha Barrio. So I thank them. It is delicious. Uh, so before we go into The Last Jedi and go into our third Star Wars film we've done on this show before, uh, let's fact check last week quickly about the Gremlins. First of all, we mentioned Joe Dante, who was the director, and we, we hit a lot of his films. Uh, there is a... I think a decent claim that Gremlins was the high point of sure. his directorial career. Uh, I he did not direct the Pierce Brosnan Volcano like I thought he did, uh, but he did go on to direct Gremlins too, which, as Jim pointed out last week, he felt was a superior film to Gremlins, which probably makes you question his taste in films. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. A film that I know Jim is not a, a huge fan of, The Burbs with Tom Hanks, which not some a, people love. Some people love. I'm not, I, I just You're never not a huge fan it. of it. Yeah, I never got it when I was when I was younger. Maybe I would get it more now. Uh, Small Soldiers. Do you remember that fiasco of a film no. where they had like the little green action figures come to life? Oh, he I also directed Looney Tunes back in action oh. with starring Brendan Fraser. Hmm. Which could arguably be 
held up as the turning point of his career in a non-positive yeah. way. He uh, he seems to have a weird vibe, right? Like yes. these movies, there's there's always like an off note about them, and if like Gremlins, that off note is strikes the right chords and is weird enough, but there's still something endearing. It it's it's great, but. In other films, not so much. Not so much. Like uh, Looney Tunes Back in Action, which was a poor attempt at Ro- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, good. The Warner Brothers. Well, and let's be honest, Small Soldiers is a, is a really poor attempt at something like Toy Story. Yes, and I I don't know if that was before or it after was. Toy Story. I think it was after it was nineteen ninety eight. Was it? I just looked that up. Yeah. Wait. Wow. Oh, not a good fast. movie. You know? I wanted to see if it was. Did I wanted to see if brain? Brian made a made a typo and it was actually Toy Soldiers. Which is a movie that I no. kind of love. Yes, with Sean Astin. Yes. I would never besmirch <laughs> Toy Soldiers. Good word, Wasn't that a shot at Nima or something? Uh, no, but it was loosely based around okay. the school. Um, Gremlins box office, quickly before we move on here, was produced, just to give a shout out to Gremlins to understand how successful it was, it was produced for a budget of $11 million and made $153 million. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Gremlins 2 went on to make $41 million. Yeah. yeah. So Sounds regardless great. of quality, it was not as received as well. Uh, and that is fact checking. It is now time for the rundown. Oh, I forget. This is, this is, yeah. hold on tight. I want to say bottom left. I think so. There's nothing there. He's, okay. He's hitting so buttons. Not, Nothing's happening. Not bottom left. All, all right. right. Well, Here we go. Let's just go with yep. the rundown. What is happening go. to my thing? Oh, he lost all of his songs. Damn all it. songs oh. are gone. Okay. Um, so Katie may have gotten these facts right. Also, this is a very hard movie to write a rundown for. Uh, Agreed. All of a sudden, our volume is a lot louder. What happened? Yeah. The, it just bumps me up. Sorry. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> the rebellion continues. Or does it? Ray goes off to find Luke, perhaps the only hope. He's all hermity on an island. Poe Dameron is off firing at the Empire, being a rebel with a cause. Finn is falling in love with a mechanic, firing up his loins and some young rebels. Leia almost dies, then forces herself back onto the craft. The rebellion continues. Oh, and then there's Kylo Ren. He has a weird brain connection with Ray. This culminates in a showdown with Snoke. Snoke. Smoke. Snoke. Smokey. Ray and Ren kill all of the red folks and smokes, but Ray won't be Ren's better half, which royally pisses him off. Showdown ensues. Rebels die by the hundreds, but ultimately live to fight another battle. And Ray becomes the last Jedi. All right. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot going on in that rundown because there's a lot going down. So much to talk about. There is a movie. lot, lots There's of a lot about. going on in this movie. Lot us in this movie. My Alex Jones Joe uh, is perhaps the most legitimately controversial of all the Star movies because I do not count the prequels. If someone says the prequels are good and want to get into an argument, that that argument is over immediately. There is grounds, I think, for um genuine different takes in this particular i think this is a film you could have valid criticism right you could love it or could not be down the 
wow. with it. Love some of it, hate some of it. We are having a hard time hearing you, Brian. It's weird. Oh, no. You're getting mm-hmm. all pixely on us. Yeah. Your voice oh, no. is doing funny okay. things. Well, it's now it's fine. Now it's fine. So let's mm-hmm. oh, carry okay. on. Um, we we heard you. Is just it was just weird. Summarize. Um, I, I people have different opinions <clears throat> about this movie. Love yeah, it, hate it. Well, I don't know that anybody would stand up for this movie and say it is awesome from beginning to end. Um, even the ho- and and the people worth listening to on this are like real. Star Wars fans that were expecting the trilogy to continue in a cohesive and kind of normal fashion. And my, after watching this again, I think this is probably the third time I've seen it. Um, I'm still shocked that Disney picked a different, was it a different writer and a different well, director? Rain Johnson did, and Ryan a Johnson, writer director. Yeah, yeah Ryan Johnson. Like, why but would you do that? that. I, I don't understand why you would want that when you know you need someone like Kevin Feige to run Avengers. Like, to me, this is a much granted, Avengers is a gigantic property, but Star Wars is just as big, if not bigger. Um, why would you? Why would you not have someone with a cohesive vision? Why wouldn't you force JJ to take all three? I don't I don't get it. Because I think that's where they lost they lost a lot of people. Um because he brought in I felt like he came in and wanted to flip things on their on their head. Um and some of it works, some of it's a good idea. Uh some of it's flat out awful for me. Um Oh, there's some bad sequences in it. We could talk about my my least favorite, and I'll, I'll just say it because it's right at the front, is the first initial, um, not the battle, but the the first initial interaction between Poe and Hux, when Poe is sitting in his ship, and is oh, yeah. making a buffoon out of Hux. I think it's a huge problem for this movie. Um, it doesn't. It really underplays the seriousness that they are under attacked by like a foe that is evil to its core and not um not at all there's there's no mercy from them you know it, it it makes him feel like an idiot who can't get anything done and they would while the original trilogy and even the prequels had um had humor they would never undercut a vil- they would never undercut Darth Maul or Darth Vader or the emperor in this way mm. even even like grand moff tarkin or you know one of vader's underlings they would never make them seem like idiots right out the gate and it just it, to me it put a wrong tone the humor i think in this one specifically is way off tone tonally from the rest of the series yeah the humor was odd choice this one i find really interesting because i think he took a lot of out there choices and the ones that hit i thought were really good but the ones that don't are really bad like there's almost no the thing about jj abrams and we've said this before i feel like jj abrams is like ron howard and i've made this point before that you're just gonna get a and this is not an insult because i love ron howard but you're just going to get an enjoyable film. 
there's probably there's this range of comfort that he's going to stay in. He's not going to take a lot of chances cinematography wise, character wise, like you're not going to think that it's probably a big twist or he's going to shock you or something like that. But you'll feel satisfied going out of it. But I don't think you'll be shocked by anything in it. And that's why he was probably the perfect choice for the first film. I think their mistake was, like you said, why not have a cohesive vision? And that was their plan all along. So I don't really blame the director because I think the initiative was we want each of these films to be unique in their own way. And I think that was a, as a production choice, odd a little bit. I'm not quite sure why that decision was made. Okay. Do you at all interested in this conversation? Well, uh, I feel like, you know, I think I always come to the Star Wars movies as a little bit of an outsider. Like I've, I've seen them all. I wouldn't say that I'm a super fan. I enjoy the stories and the characters. Um, so I wasn't as upset about the beginning scene, though. I see what you're saying in terms of tone. Um, to me, like I get that he is, what's his name? Hux. He's an extension of the empire, but he kind of is always like a, he's always an underling, right? Like he's, he's never, he's not Kylo and he's not Swope. What's his name? Spoke Snoke, Snoke. But, Snoke. but to be, like Ben Mendelsohn in in Rogue One, who is the guy from Bloodline, basically is an underling to this guy, would be an underling to this level. Hux is like the third in command of the M- of the first yeah, order. Yeah, yeah. This is not Which like is odd. Like yeah. I'd like to know more about that. Well, like, this is the problem. Is this is the guy? problem. With- I was just trying to think, though. I feel like is there's no scene like that with Han? Because no, to me, absolutely no. Because because that to me that's the he's the new the, Han, right? Right. Like, well, that's like Poe is supposed think, to feel too. that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. The closest you get to that is Han. He would never do that to. Like there, there are scenes like that with, with Jabba the Hutt, but that is and and. But it's never Han making fun of Jabba the Hutt to his face because he he recognizes the seriousness of each situation. Okay, but so I thought that there was purpose to that, though. Like, I thought that that was sort of like a distraction tactic where, like, he was yeah, trying to, like, was, keep but... him on the line. It was like they were tracing what? the call okay, or another, something. Okay, another thing. <laughs> that, I brought yeah, this up. That was a little <laughs> weird. Like, what it was. You're on hold, like, like, they're on the phone. It was like they were tracing his <laughs> yeah, location. It was like they were on a landline in the in the early <laughs> yeah. 90s. Yeah, there was, like, keep the kidnapper on, on the phone for 20 seconds. That's Again, you guys are all, this is all resonating with why this is such a terrible scene. Yeah, but do you know what, though? I I had just rewatched Forces Awakens and I thought there was another cringe worthy scene. You remember when you first meet Poe and yep. and they have Darth or no, excuse me, Kylo Ren, he's like, Who's talking first? Are we di-? like I, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. I, I have some issues in general with that character. Yeah. Um I do too. Which is part of and this my movie issue with it, absolutely like yeah. elevated. I don't them. know. It's yeah, uh, but it's interesting though because w- there are a couple of misses. Uh, I want to talk about which I know you don't like either. The middle third of this movie, so bad. In particular, when they go to the uh, when um, the, Finn, the casino planet. 
yeah, that's um, I, what do they call it? They referenced it. That. They referenced it on yeah. uh, the Mandalorian this week. I liked yeah, the that, animals though; they were fun, and the kids were cool. I, but I see, I didn't. That to me was it, just from a visual perspective. I this film of all the Star Wars movies. Maybe Rogue One is there with me, but I think from a, just a pure cinematography, like some of the shots, I think this is literally leaps and bounds better. Yeah, it's really than good. There's any like they shot this like it's beautiful movie. Um, like some of the way it's filmed. My issue was the prequel esque element where on their casino island, it stands out as more cartoonish than ever because all the other parts of the film that aren't that sequence like the last third i think the last third especially when they're on that salt planet some of the shots in that are amazing the yeah. way he's established those and then you go to the casino part and you're like the the cgi looks to me doesn't look like a star wars movie it looks like one of those knockoff star wars movies that would so, be done yeah and i didn't i didn't have a problem with the with the scenery or like the effects there to me the casino planet problem was all the all the terrible exposition of of her have poor um what is her name rose rose poor rose, rose. this actress had to quit twitter because she was berated oh, by star wars people such a saying Which, she was an awful me, actress she didn't write it out oh, no, i didn't right. think she was an awful actress i didn't, I didn't no, think no, no, she was an awful actress at all no. the part they but gave she her. it was basically the whole war mongering like um machine of war concept that he's jamming into the star wars movie is so ill-placed it just doesn't need to be here um and that scene makes that whole section makes no sense they go there to find the code breaker and by happenstance he leaves and they don't get to meet him and they meet this other master code breaker who maz has already said like no you have like one chance this one guy to go and then you you find it just so happens that the other one guy in the whole universe that could help you is on the same planet locked in the same like it's so happenstance and stupid like Benicio Del Toro was great like I thought his character was cool and and funny but again he was saddled with another part where he has to reiterate this warmongering like thing that it just it's just dumb well it, it was it was to me very prequel-esque like when we talked about george lucas yeah, wanting to the do trade the trade federation yeah, the trade and federation and, it was just <laughs> odd to me this film i think does have some of the best acting performances in star wars movie that's like ryan johnson's a good director what's interesting to me is i think he would have been better suited for one of the non-skywalker yeah. entries in Star Wars, because I think he could have created something really different, really unique. The idea of bringing someone who makes pretty much very non-genre, you know, non-franchise films into a big franchise film is a weird choice. Yeah. Like, that's what I don't get. I think this is the reason Ron Howard... I thought did a good job with solo and why the original directors had problems is their inability. They were such creative people, Lord and Miller. They went and did spider verse, which is amazing and everything. The Lego but movies they, and the Lego movies, all, all this stuff. But 
the originality of them as people. So to fit them into something where they're boxed in almost, and you have to make an interesting story, but we're not going to give you freedom to do something individual. Like it's, he's a weird choice as a director to me for this. Do you yeah. want to move on to the other controversial scene uh, before we talk about maybe some good things from the movie? Yes. What, what's one, the other one that one you of our really fans wants to talk about flying Leia? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, this, I know a lot of this, this, this doesn't bother me as much as some things. Um, the only thing that really bothers me about it is that nothing really comes of it. Right. Can, yes, I was trying agreed. to think, so is this the first time you really see her use the force? We've seen it before, right? No. Isn't there another well, she scene? has connection, doesn't no, she? No, we I mean, know she, that she has her... felt she has felt disruption in the force before. I think she feels it in Jedi at, at a certain point. Okay. Um, but she never picks up a lightsaber. No, saber. no, no. She's not a Jedi. She's not a Jedi. No. Okay. She is force sensitive. So <sighs> I she, hate that the first time you see her use it is just to save herself. And it kind of just feels like for her to be the figurehead. And it honestly did not look very good. No, it looks that's good. the other no, part. I didn't think her it looked skin. good either. The, the one thing I will say about this is, and I don't know if this, you know, there, you have to go through like, are these things true or not? But originally, I heard that the intention from Disney was to have each of the three films, the lead old character would get each one. So the first one was Han Solo's film. This one was intended to be Luke's film. And the third one was going to feature Leia is a central figure. Mm. And that in some way, this was supposed to be her awakening moment with the force. So it was supposed to be this thing where she, you know, just she'd never really done it and she was going to die. And then it just came mm. from her in that way. And that she was supposed to serve as a mentor for Ray more so in the third film. I just Obviously wish they had with, used yeah, it for like Carrie her Fisher saving dying. someone else. Right. But here's the other part. And, and Drew mentions this is like they knew at this point when they when they put this movie in theaters, Carrie Fisher was dead. She had passed away at this point. But they did have yeah, but, they had. Isn't there? There's another scene after this, right? Like they had filmed very little. Else. There's like she's but no, but in, she's still in it. And it was oh, yeah, I don't you know, the never, only she scene, died. Later. No, I thought the only a, scene she's needed for after this is the scene where um, Poe tries to overthrow yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the Holdo and yeah. she comes in and shoots him. That's the only thing that she is 100% needed I, but, for. But wait, I know, my question but I, was, did, I thought they had filmed with her for the next Star Wars movie. No. She's not in the no, one after this? No, they had stuff written. She is. No, they, they, they've J.J. Used, Abrams yeah, had magic. some footage. I think I, I'm leery to criticize them in the sense that I, I'd have to check when she died in relation to the cutting of this film mm. and also if they cut her out completely and just said oh she died in this sequence and they had film and roles with her I think there would have been a lot of criticism of why aren't you showing her final performance you had like I think that's a tough spot to put them in yeah. I thought the CG was bad and I definitely can have issues with the flying Leia I get that it's just, and it's interesting because J.J. Abrams has even been talking about this in the round for the next movie. He thought that the idea of new force powers being criticized, um, he he's wondering what the response is going to be because he felt emboldened after seeing this 
that there, he said that you're going to see some new force powers in this next movie as well. So I'm wondering, is he going to get the criticism for putting new force powers in there? Was it that Leia was follow, flying or is it just that it was a new power that we had never seen before? I think there's a lot going on there. One, Star Wars folks are are uh, interesting. Let's just say that with their with their take on females. Uh, she's not a trained Jedi. And she does something here that is seemingly one of the most powerful things we've ever seen someone in one of these films do until later in this film. <laughs> well, so, and I think that's it. Where So for me, if she has that ability... It would have made more sense to me if it was something with Ray or Ren yeah. where you get that like that it was it's just pure emotion, yeah. right? Like that it's love and that like she's not even thinking about it, trying to do it. It's more just like it's she coming wasn't. out she of was her. No, this was like, she was dying, right? Yeah, but she was like dying. Yeah, I don't know. It it seems I I think again it's poorly done. This this seems like something. Oh, it would just be cool if she did this. And yeah, I I can agree. It wasn't it wasn't well thought out, or we wouldn't be having this debate again. But I I would argue, and it's having watched Force Awakens before this, and I enjoyed Force Awakens, and I enjoyed this movie. I think both have flaws, but I had a lot of issues with Ray and Force Awakens. For a similar reason, I'm having problems with the Leia flying situation. It's like she, too, all of a sudden just is <sighs> having these things. And I think that's in a different take. My, I guess my I issue, and I don't is like young. The, I don't. Yeah, but I don't see. I don't know if that matters in the sense that Ray theoretically had these powers herself. Right. I, I guess it depends. I don't know enough about Star Wars, but they were saying in my interpretation of it, even some of the lines in Force Awakens and they and they echo it a little bit in this film. She's like, I always knew there was something, but I didn't know what it was. You know, I never acted on it or mm-hmm. maybe there wasn't a need to act on well, it or it with a the desire kid at the to end, act on right? it. We're like, there's there is a notion that like people are just born with it. Right. Like the kid makes the broom fly to his hand in the yeah. last scene right so we get this idea that like that no i don't That's either great. i'm just yeah, saying I so like for this to be leia's first moment but uh, is like because she remember she knew like she's been in tune with the force if you remember in force awakens han solo dies yeah she knew immediately it. that yeah. it happened so i i'm wondering if it's just supposed to I, again it's not a great sequence but it's like i'm dead this is a subconscious the force is within me and i do it and then yeah. they turn it into like a bad high school production, though you would attach somebody to the wires and fly them. It's Peter Pan, the yeah, it's Peter Pan. The, and the swing across. The other thing that I want to, um, and you know, we can debate that all night. The other thing I want to talk about that I don't find as a bad thing in this movie, and this can transition us to to the good. Um, that a lot of people had a problem with was the treatment of Luke Skywalker in this movie. Oh, I I actually love i do too what they did and, with Luke Skywalker and, and drew drew is saying in our in our chat here that with the with the um leia thing it's like superman when he turns the world backwards to like reverse time there's no consequences he can like undo everything he's done and it's not fair there's no consequences he just he can she can live forever she can't lose okay. whereas okay. on the other side of the coin you're showing they're showing a really um i thought mature story with regard to luke and and ben solo um and i really liked how they i liked how they handled it where at first luke is so ashamed he doesn't really even want to share the full story 
Um, and then right here's here's Ben's side of the story. And then finally Luke comes clean and, and said and you know tells Ray the whole side of, of the story. And and all those pieces are true and they fit together really nicely. Um I think people had a really hard time with Luke Skywalker being weak, you know, being uh, flawed. And I think that was a huge part of this movie. Uh, and JJ even mentioned something about this this week. He said, uh, Star Wars fans don't deserve to be told this doesn't matter. This is the first time he's been like openly critical of The Last Jedi. Um, and this is one piece that I don't agree with him on. I actually think the the idea of letting the heroes letting the idea of a hero go because being caught up in being a hero doesn't necessarily mean you're 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 making the right choice for the greater good it means you're perpetuating the myth of the hero right like finn or um poe goes through this right he he doesn't realize the cost of his heroic choices in this film until leia really points it out to him um, to the point where he can't be trusted. I mean, that's what they were going for. I think that part of the movie was handled terribly um, <laughs> with Holdo not trusting him. Uh, yes. But as far as the theme of like letting old things go and letting these these archetypes of hero and Jedi go um, and letting good and evil sort of go and doing, you know, doing the right for the greater good. Uh, I thought it was, I love that part of the movie and I love Yoda coming back and talking to Luke about that specifically. Yeah, I I agree with you. And, I, you know, it's funny I because I think that those notions of the archetype of good and evil are so ingrained in our storytelling that it is like a breath of fresh air when you see an older franchise beginning to confront those notions and and, you know, acknowledge that it's not just that you're on the the light side or the dark side right, right? Well, like yeah, you're in, everybody's in the gray yeah that's why critics i think love this movie and maybe your hardcore star wars people didn't mm -hmm. you know for all of the force the force awakens is it's fun it's popcorn but it's also very much a re retelling of all the tropes of other Star Wars movies. The first one. It's New Hope all yeah. over again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, for all the problems I have with elements of this movie, I love the Ray Luke stuff. And I think Adam Driver, unsurprisingly, is amazing with that character. What they and what they and I think Mark Hamill. Yeah. So I was gonna say Ridley in this movie, they like if you just took out all the if I have no issue with any of the sequences, those three are in those three. If that's the movie, I think you're seeing for a franchise film like top tier stuff. I don't well, have issues with them. Like, I, I love what he did with that portion of the film. And if you look at Mark Hamill, like 40 years, we last we saw him, he was Luke in in um return of the jedi and i mean to be fair unless you're a mark hamill fanboy you don't really know that he's been acting pretty seriously as the joker the voice of the joker for years and shows up here and there and other things but he's a 
he's a much better actor now than he was oh my in God, the original sick. trilogy. And he is incredible in this movie, I think. Yeah, and I found it weird that he didn't seem to like where his character went because I think his dialogue's great, his delivery, whatever direction Ryan Johnson was giving him, he should look at this film. And I honestly never, I thought his voice work is great. His roles on regular film, I don't think are very good. His mm -hmm. performances in the original trilogy are okay. Yeah. Like, okay acting. He does a great job in this movie. He really does. And Adam Driver, forget it. I mean, he is... To make that character, I wish, I know what I was thinking of this rewatching of it. If Adam Driver had been Anakin Skywalker yes. in the prequels, I was oh like, my that, God. <laughs> that right there. Rain, Rain Johnson, a little bit with JJ. I thought JJ did a good job in Force Awakens, but I'm watching this movie saying, oh my God, if this had been Anakin Skywalker in the prequels, this character, the rage where he free those prequels could have been something yeah. amazing with Adam driver. If he was, if well, he was I, I honestly don't know that Christian Haydenson was the problem there. I, somebody else yeah, would have had to write it, but I just, I, like, there's something better. about that, yeah. that like anger, the way he plays that in those sequences. Um, so I, I think that's why I look at this film and, and I enjoy it. And I, I don't, I don't think I love it. I don't think it's the best Star Wars movie. It's certainly not Empire Strikes Back. But I also think, like, just from a film perspective, I feel like you really watch one of these as someone who just likes film and think, oh, I want to watch this. The direction with their sequences, the the way they shot, the final third, I think, is a tight film. When they yeah. have from the fight in Snoke's um, office, I think the chase the sequence office. of the people getting onto the planet. Where's my TPS reports? <laughs> um, yes. No, I agree there, with you, I Brad. Mean, some, <clears throat> yeah. Well, and again, I, coming I at know. it as like a kind of Star Wars outsider, just watching the movie for the movie, um, I felt like I felt compelled by that last third. You know, like it, it wasn't just for Star Wars fans. <laughs> it was like yeah. for the every person. <laughs> and I wonder, too, so much of these films are tied to people's childhood. And I get that you're like, if you're raised with Luke Skywalker and that you've seen those three films and like at the end, he's supposed to be this master Jedi and all this stuff. He's just supposed to be the same. And that's my problem. Like, and that's what I think Jim probably liked about it as well. Like the fact that he's flawed, the fact that there's like damage to him to me makes all the other movies going back now and watching them more real because every Skywalker has been damaged in some way. So the idea that Luke would not like, it just makes it more interesting to me that he's there. It makes the idea that the emperor sent something in him that he could return to the Jedi. It makes sense. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if he had just come back and been like the whole movie had been, I'm Luke Skywalker and I'm going to go. And I even like how rain Johnson that oh i'm just gonna me versus the entire uh i'll just go out there with my lightsaber and i'll kill them all and that's what and i feel like a lot of people would have been like yeah that's the movie i want to see let's have luke skywalker go out and do yeah. john wick with the lightsaber that's what they wanted the movie to be right it which if you if you were paying attention to any of the previous movies that you knew that wasn't you should know that's not 
that's not how a, a Jedi would handle business, right? Like you should know that. <laughs> um, and so, like, I, yeah, there's, there's a, yeah, that, Drew's saying the same thing. It's no different than Obi Wan sacrificing himself to become more powerful. Totally. Like this is this is a bookend of Luke's training, right? This, like Luke Luke's story, sort of ends in this movie. You know, he he was headstrong, like wanted to learn the Force, wanted to avenge his father. Found out his father was still alive, saved his father. Was always more interested in trying to save his friends and save the 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 rebels and and do good for those people than look at the big picture of of what he can affect, right? And in this, he kind of floats off into the ether. And I don't know if anyone notices this. The shot ends with the two sons, which I don't think they show two sons on that planet before. So he's sort of like take, taken back to Tantooine, like the beginning of his his Jedi journey there. And um, I do need to bring up one other bad thing, which is the made-up dice. Which made me feel sort of yeah, crazy. So this made me feel sort of done? crazy because he takes them from the Millennium Falcon, and they're clearly they're Hans, right? Like they're Hans' lucky dice or whatever they would be. They're, those are the tools of a smuggler, gambler, like whatever. And so, like they're clearly Hans, and it made me feel like I had missed something. And I don't. And Drew's saying they're no. phantoms, so I don't think they ever existed. And they retconned it in Solo, so that would right. make more sense. Right. Remember that we yes. so we saw it in that. And and I don't understand why they needed that. Why they and and why they attached this gigantic emotional moment on them, like yeah. they didn't exist. Like it's not like it's not like they were handling Anakin's lightsaber. Like that piece of that. And that's another thing we didn't talk about. That was destroyed, which was pretty damn cool. Um, we've all been wondering, how did Rey, how did Maz get yeah. Anakin's lightsaber? How did she end up with the lightsaber? And it's like, then there's these dice <laughs> and this huge yeah. emotional moment where I'm going to yeah. put them in Leia's hands and then Ben's going to find them and they're going to disappear when it's it just dumb. I get it, um, but it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I don't get about the anger towards this film and, and where like when people have the anger towards it and I kind of shut down when they're like, I'll never watch a star Wars movie again because of this. <laughs> if you watch like the prequels, like to me, this is in no way does as much damage to the brand as like a phantom menace does. Like, I, I just, I, I don't think it does like the there, there you can be, there's certainly iffy things in it, but, there's not a Jar Jar Binks in this to me. The <laughs> no. mi the the midichlorian, like you know all what they this could stuff, have used I, though? I, a gremlin. What a gremlin? They, oh no, could they could have used Baby Yoda. They or, basically right. had a gremlin. There was that guy at the casino playing it who was basically a gremlin. Mm. Yeah. No, the Ewoks are the closest things to the gremlins, and I would love to see an Ewok. Come well, back. hold on to your hat because I have a feeling they're going back to Endor. And in... yeah, we should do a hot takes, Brian. Wee! I have a feeling they're going to end up on Endor in Rise what of... What's the... What's the... Oh, do you think say? so? Hootie. No, that's... There's, those are Jawas. Oh, the Jawas. Do you know my, my hot take, and I've been saying this for years, I think that there's going to be a battle between uh, Ghost Jedis. I think we're going to see Obi-Wan, what? Yoda, Luke, 
I think there's going to be a crazy Snoke's going to be back. Be, the that might Emperor. be a jump the shark moment. Uh, yeah, I don't it think gonna I don't be, think they're going to actually fight. At some point, we just have to. Uh, let the I mean, we will see. Let Luke, the old right? gods die. Yeah, yeah. Let. Um, all right, so here we go. But we'll move on here. But Force, uh, or excuse me, Last Jedi, worth watching. Oh, yeah. I think you, yeah, I think you got to watch. I think it. it's enjoyable. Oh. You know what? When you go back and start watching other Star Wars movies, I don't think that th- this is a huge outlier. Again, it's certainly not no. as good as which um, is not a Empire, great, but it's not as bad. As... I don't think you need to own it. I think you gotta you gotta watch it. It's it's. I think it's in the bottom half, but it's not. Like I would put, um, yeah, I would put the original trilogy above this. Well, I put the original trilogy above everything, and then I would probably I would actually put this above Force Awakens. I would not as good as um, it's certainly not as good as Rogue One, uh, and I like oh, Solo. Yeah. Forget, yeah. Forget I'm, I'm a fan Rogue, of yeah. Solo. I know some people don't Rogue like One's, Solo. I like Solo. In a hundred years, Rogue One, if people are still consuming this content, Rogue One will be the best Star Wars movie. Ooh, there's Without your hot take right there. Hot take. I yeah. love it. Hot, hot take. take. I love it. Oh, wait, right, wait, uh, wait. Time. One more thing. Oh, yes. Two two yes. things that we should mention. Uh, Drew thought that were bad. I thought <laughs> this is interesting because the green milk, which I think is just a weird Star Wars moment. And that was that I on the it. island. You missed it. You were not Luke. watching. He no, milks that creature. No, I remember that from watching is that it the first in time. The new star- is that in um, the new thing at Disney World? Don't they have green know. and blue milk? I think they oh, have they do. But you don't milk a monster. I do like the little nuns, though. Oh, the nuns and the and the porgs yes, are great. Like yeah, the porgs. I was uh, not a porg fan. And then the uh, light speed going through the dreadnought ship. So Holdo turning her ship around and going through. I kind of yeah. like that. I don't. Uh, I would be interested in hearing what Drew. Like her. I didn't. The only thing I didn't like is the handling of her story. In that, in that, she could have told. Um, she could have told Poe what was going on and kind of saved Agreed. a bunch yeah. of it. Did it have to be a secret the so way they in that, that? And here's the other choice, I think. Wouldn't that be the moment for Leia to be like, that, that should be me, right? Like, if somebody's going to stay yeah, behind, right? Exactly. right? Agreed. Like, and it's time where... for you to step the frick up, Leia. Yeah. Like, I... don't just use well, the force to save yourself. Well, like, here's the other thing that this do something that, heroic. that these movies don't do a good job of showing is like the past 15 years of explaining like if for as gigantic as the star Wars universe is most of the movies are pretty small. Like they don't they explain I completely agree. From, even yeah, from the original agree. trilogy does this right. Like we don't know. We don't know why the first order came to be. Like we, we is that the Mandalorian? Is that you think ultimately where that will go? Though? No, Brian, the Mandalorian is going to be pushing? a stupid little A team uh, every week. I like the Mandalorian. Jim the Mandalorian like is the most overrated show right now on television. It uh, looks great. Two hot it takes. looks great. It's in, it, oh, I enjoy it. it. Jim the, doesn't the, like the it. The stories I like this are episode. old, over overwrought, overdone. I think that's its intention. It's yeah, but, that, but to your point, that no, it won't be anything interesting well, I'm to do with the Star also, Wars universe. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, all right, can we go to game of the week? Now? Oh, Drew says. Yeah, this is final point. Drew says the reason the light speed thing is stupid is because why didn't they just do that to the Death Star? <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is a great point. That's yeah. a great point. Yes. Oh, and then right, and then you could have also put a droid on the ship. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't need to yeah. be the one driving it. 
Mando doesn't trust uh, droids. Blah. Yeah, that's true. Mando hates droids. <laughs> All right, time for game okay. of the week. I got my music back. I, I just, I know, we, I got the, we got it back in time here. Hold All right, here we go. Wait, this week's we game of the week is a new game. It's called Great, Good, or Blah. You get to pick one film from each category. And I picked films that we have done on Commagers involving space. Okay? Mm. So you get to pick one film from our great category, mm-hmm. one film from the good category, and one film from the blah category. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So here we go. From the great category, films involving space, we have our choice of either Aliens or 2001 Space Odyssey. Three, two, we're going. One. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. We're going Aliens and not Alien? Oh, sorry. Alien, not Alien. We're doing films. My fault. This is not. Uh, it still wouldn't this have is mattered. Not, it doesn't it fucking matter, Brian. <laughs> this is not pop at Either of we're them not would aliens. be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not saying Aliens is better than Alien. Okay. Uh, so Alien or 2001 Space Odyssey? Alien. Alien. And Alien. 2001 Space Odyssey. Both of them. Uh, now, as I am backed up by the AFI Top 100 list, the answer is 2001 Space Odyssey <laughs> or Alien. Both, actually, you would not go wrong watching either of those films. Let's see. Yeah. There is a pretty big drop off. <laughs> Yes. Between the great category to the good category, mm-hmm. uh, would you rather watch Solo or The Last Jedi? So I haven't seen Solo yet. You so, haven't? Okay, I don't know. So uh, I, haven't seen I will it. answer I for both oh, of us. Oh wait, did I? We would. I did. You I would watch Solo. It's I did. With, I did. Uh, I did. Yes. It? Yeah. Now I'm remembering. Now mm. I. I hope they. I know that they had wanted that to become a little bit of a franchise, um, based on how that movie ended. And yeah. I, I really hope they do. I think someone other than Ron Howard could step in and we could take that the next step and see what Darth Maul's doing. <laughs> yeah, I mm. honestly believe, I, I think I would pick Solo as well. I think Solo is the ideal Star Wars Disney Plus show. If, they, if they're willing to put, like, because yeah. I think besides the Millennium Falcon, you could you could take the budget of the Mandalorian and shoot a great six episode solo series. Agreed. I mean, I I, I think that that I, I wish and I hope they do that. I feel like this film and we talked Jim and I talked about when we did this really was underrated. It's an enjoyable film. I'm remembering it, it got now, a lot this of crap. Is the, the Chewy Han origin story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I the characters were yeah. great. I enjoyed and, uh, it. And I think that and he's I don't know. Giddy, I think Woody that house that, and. Uh, yeah yeah he was great yeah i just yep. think that is disney plus all right maybe it didn't earn star wars movie level money it made good money and and people would accept it i think as a six episode series and it was a giant middle finger to george lucas because han shoots first at the end killing yeah what's his name i don't know i we we talked about that go back and listen because jim i think that a, a movie let's go blah category <laughs> rather watch the Fantasy, Independence Day, or The Last Star. There is no, there's, there, I don't even understand how this is a choice. Obviously, the answer is Independence Day. The Phantom Menace. What are you talking about? I Phantom Menace over Independence Day. I will tell you exactly. It would too watch as well if I had to pay. Brian, you said Phantom Menace. And I hate the Phantom Menace. I am horrified. Uh, Here's why. I will tell you why. One, um, the Phantom Menace has a 
one of the greatest sequences in Star Wars, which is the Obi-Wan Qui-Gon fight with Darth Agreed. Maul Absolutely. to Duel of the Fates. It's the Duel best lightsaber. It's the best lightsaber fight in all Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You sure complain I, a I just whole have to say lot this. about that movie. I, yeah, I'm a no, I got to tell you this. I, not, I, I have not been disappointed film that we have selected to rewatch on this show than I was Independence Day. Yeah. It was the most disappointed I was in terms of a film <laughs> I thought I was going to watch and be like a film I had enjoyed. And I was like, oh, this is great. Haven't seen it in a long time and rewatched it. And I said, I don't know why I oh God, ever like I still love that movie, movie so much. <laughs> I hate that movie. Really? I, I hated that movie. When we've I... done on this show, there's plenty of movies that we've done that I haven't seen before and watched and thought, why in God's name did we pick this? I will film? watch that movie but again. Day, we will watch that movie again. Uh, God bless you if you do. All right. It's time for five questions. You want answers? You want answers? answers. I want the truth. It makes a man. Mr. It's working. What the it's yes. working. Why? <laughs> All right. Uh, five questions I am answering this week. Here we go. All right, Bry. Thumbs up or thumbs down. I said robots. Jim said droids. I said <laughs> fucking well, droids, Katie. <laughs> I um, love C-3PO. I love R2-D2. And if you're watching on Facebook, I love BB-8. And we actually have a soundbite. I forgot to do it, but we have to play it. Do you yeah. have the soundbite? Yeah, said do you want to play it now? Yes. This is... Uh, so w- I asked my kids who have been... Claire and Jack have been watching Star Wars, their thoughts on this film. I was going to play it during the section. Uh, here are their thoughts on the new films. Oh. Not what working. is going on? All of a sudden, it doesn't want to play. Oh, Claire and Jack, what do you guys like about Star Wars? Do you like the original ones or do you like the new ones? I like the um, original ones because they have a lot more action than the other ones, but the other ones are cool, too. What do you like, Jack? I like BBA in the real movie. Uh, what do you like, Kieran? Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> So MBB8. So I would say yes to droids. Yes Unlike to droids. Mando on the Mandalorian. Droids are pretty droids. cool. Um, would you rather live on an island where you are the only human or live on a spaceship with many humans? Maybe too many who, humans. Who are the humans? Mm, I don't think you get to pick. It seems to be an be ever on, rotating. The question Just is, imagine your school Lifted off the ground, and that's the spaceship. Yeah. While you're in the middle of the school on, day, do I want to be on Battlestar Galactica or um, um, Avenue Five, I, which looks hilarious? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'll take too many people. I guess I would I like to see that being, made into a show. That Brian, is a show. What? Brian stuck on a space. It was my foot. Oh. It's okay. Brian stuck on a spacecraft with humans that he doesn't get along with. <laughs> There's a new Hugh Laurie show coming to HBO yeah. where it's like a cruise liner in space Brian, that like shuts down. Hugh Laurie could absolutely pull off a Brian Costello. Yes. This is wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh my good. gosh. Yeah. Somebody got into our brain. All right, All right Brian. What would your Jedi name be? Fill in the blank. Your Jedi name would oh, be. I took two names from previous Comagers movies and combined them. My Jedi name would be Pardu Finch. <laughs> Very nice. That's a good one. I like it. I like the Finches. 
Um, what is your favorite Star Wars lightsaber battle? I feel like we just touched oh, on this easy. a little bit. Yep. Yeah, already. It has to be the, the sole great moment of the Phantom Menace, the Duel of Fates lightsaber battle. And actually, Claire brought up a great point watching the new ones. She asked, why are the lightsaber battles so much cooler in the new ones than <laughs> the old ones? Which I think is a huge that there's not a, a lot of issues when you do. But that's a big one. If she I, goes, isn't Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker supposed to be the best? And then the, the fight at the end. And then she was watching The Force Awakens. She's like, these fights are much better than the other ones. Yeah, at least you can look at successful. Rogue One and see Vader killing a bunch of Bothans. Yes. And yeah. Many Bothans no, but died I, I for think, this. I, I do still think that uh, Duel of Fates is the best lightsaber battle. Am I impressing you, Katie, with all of my Star Wars knowledge? No. It, no. Not in the nope. least. I actually... I made you know feel better. It, your if, belly feels better. You, my belly hurts more. <laughs> if you are listening to the show and not watching it, with each Star Wars reference, Katie moves an inch further away from <laughs> move, Jim on the screen. I'm moving she's, off screen. She's almost off screen <laughs> if you watch us on Facebook right now. I was she's clear. Gonna, when when put, we got married, that Chewie in between us. Star Wars was important to me. <laughs> with all the guitars. <laughs> Which gets you, know, you almost, nothing. No, being clear. All right, here we go. Uh, deep thoughts question. Deep thoughts. If you could project yourself anywhere in the world right now, a la Luke, where would you go and who would you talk to? I would project myself to Oscars in Scranton and I would just talk to whoever's there. <laughs> kind of like I did when I was actually at the University of Scranton. It's the simple pleasures in life, Brian. Yeah, it's it, really... it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't really matter who was there. Um, just want to talk matter. to some random college kids. Yeah. It didn't, didn't matter. Hey. As long as I'm there. Sometimes you eat the bar. Sometimes the bar eats you. <laughs> but Brian, you wouldn't actually be able to drink the beer. Right? You'd just be kind of like holographically he there. He didn't really drink it anyway. He did. <laughs> Drink the um, beer. That is five questions. Five questions. Um, Drew wanted uh, us to mention, and you should show this to Claire Brian. If you go on uh, YouTube, I have seen it. It is the uh, now with what you can do on your personal computer. A fan made an amazing Darth yes. Vader Obi Wan fight. I have seen that for the end of I, A New Hope. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that, and that is better than anything George Lucas did when yes. he re-edited those films. True. That sequence is amazing. Uh Next week, our Christmas episode, and this might be one of the movies I am most excited we've done in the over uh, 65 episodes that we've done. We are Christmas episode this year is Love Actually. Dun, 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 dun. I'm so excited. Oh, such a good such We a good watch movie. it every year. Every, every year. year. It, mm -hmm. it should be on everybody's watch list. Yep. Currently, I believe streaming on Netflix, if you're not like me and... Uh. Do not own a copy of it. Katie. Nothing that, was says, that was Katie. That yeah, was not my and best. Nothing says love like burping on a microphone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, remember, like, share, subscribe. Remember, lots of holiday deals, I'm sure, on One Hope. Yeah, it's uh, getting down get to your, the wire, friends. Get you gotta put your in your Christmas wine orders. now. The time only thing that can make out. family time in the holidays manageable is usually alcohol. And That's what's true. better than One Hope wine to true. get you through that? family party get those bottles those, you know yeah. what's worse than being on a spaceship with people you don't know at all 
Christmas. Maybe at a Christmas bam, party with your family. <laughs> yeah. And that's one hope we'll get you through that. Uh, we'll be back next week. Love Actually. Until then, goodbye. Katie, you'll be drinking again. Adios. Hopefully. Yes. Bye. 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 May the force be with you.